Hey you guys, welcome back or welcome to the Driven by Purpose podcast with your favorite baby girl, Tina. Okay, I know that all my returning subscribers, I know that y'all are seeing the consistency. Many of y'all have been congratulating me and, you know, clapping for me concerning my consistency, which I am appreciative of. But, but, if you guys are a returning subscriber and you are seeing all this consistency and you have not left a review yet, you are part of the problem, okay? You guys, you guys, you guys, please, please, and please leave a review because it not only helps me to get noticed, but it also helps other people to receive and get just a sprinkle of Jesus. So please leave a review if you feel convicted, or if you just feel led to do so, because like I said, it really, really helps. But let's just get into the course of action, y'all. Yeah. So the title of this episode is My Peace is Too Important. Okay, I'm going to say it again. My peace is too important. Now, I pray that this episode will be an answered prayer, and I pray that this episode will be one that really touches hopefully all of you but specifically one or two of you guys or just a few of y'all who have been feeling really really tense lately who have been feeling really really angry really really bothered really really offended and you guys who have just been feeling that your peace has been compromised for too long I pray that this episode will convict you and make you realize that those people, those things, those positions, those opportunities, and those places should never, ever, ever compromise your peace. And if it does, or if they do, then it's not worth your time. So let us, y'all. I'm so excited for this episode, and I just want to get straight into it, but... I quickly, before giving, you know, my two cents or before talking a little bit about my own life, I just want to kind of discuss the misconception um, that has been ingrained in many of us. And that misconception, just to be short, is that, you know, from young, I used to always hear this, that you have to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations, which is very, very true because the world is not a very friendly place at times. And in life, we do have to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations. However, many of us have gotten uncomfortable situations confused with just bad and toxic situations, period. And throughout my life, I have... Like, I can say that I really used to get that all the way messed up. And I used to be around certain people. I used to be involved in certain things, get into certain opportunities, get into certain positions that God never wanted me to even touch or get near because he just knew that it was going to compromise my peace. And I spoke to a, a beautiful and a very wise woman in Christ, a sister, essentially, in Christ. I spoke to her, this one girl. Um, and Kim, if you're listening, hey, girl. But I spoke to um, this young woman, um, I think it was on Friday, and she said something, and it was so profound. And please, you guys, 
if y'all are still really tuned in, please turn up your volume for this one because, and I pray to say it the right way, and I pray to say it the way that Kim said it. But basically, Kim said, and I quote, she said, Jesus pay, Jesus already paid the price for our sins, correct? And I was like, yeah, of course Jesus paid the price for our sins, duh. So essentially, as long as we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and you know, we admit that he rose up on the third day, blase, blase, once we admit that, essentially heaven is free correct and i said correct so if heaven is free and jesus has already paid the price for our sins and if jesus has already paid the price for things such as fear anxiety and he's taken all of that away from us and if he declares that we are free and we are no longer bound then anything that is still leaving us in those places where we are bound where we are not free where we are not at peace where our soul where our spirit is downcast if we are still feeling those same feelings or if we're still around certain people that are causing us to resort back to that same sinful nature or to resort back to feeling those certain ways then those things and those people are too expensive and i'm going to repeat that If those people are taking you back to your sinful nature or if those people and things are just making you feel that way that you used to feel, that way where your soul was downcast, where you're starting to feel depressed, where you're starting to feel anxious, then that's not an uncomfortable situation, baby. That is just a bad and toxic situation. And we have to stop getting those things misconstrued or we have to stop getting those things mixed up. And for a long time, I can say that I used to get those things mixed up and I still do. And it's it's really, really bad. However, I feel that over time with um, just getting closer to God and fellowshipping with him a little bit more and being surrounded by people who are women of Christ and men of Christ and so on and so forth. I feel that discernment has came along and you probably have discernment. However, we're still stuck in those same situations and we're still stuck around those same people and we end up resorting back to our sinful nature. And I'll give y'all an example. So this happened recently. Okay. And I'm not going to go into too many details of exactly what happened But to be frank with you guys, I peep everything and everyone. Sometimes I may pretend like I don't peep stuff or sometimes I may pretend like, oh, I'm oblivious to things. And I do zone out a lot, which is true. But I'm very aware of things. And I'm 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 so grateful to God that he has made me to be aware of things and people so I can see through things and people. Um, so with that gift, it has also acted as a curse because sometimes we don't want to always accept reality. Sometimes we don't want to always see through things and see through people because it's going to make our soul get downcast. But instead of us running back to the father, we end up like getting upset. And I'm going to actually, let me just tell y'all the full example, or let me just tell y'all what actually happened. So long story short, I peeped something, I peeped something and I didn't like what I peeped. I didn't I didn't like what I peeped and I saw right through what I peeped. And I, I know I keep saying peeped a lot. <laughs> but basically I saw right through this person and this thing. And I when I came to the epiphany or when I came to the realization of what I thought it was, I got really upset because I'm just like really like again, like for real, like seriously. And I I was just so upset. Um, and I didn't want to I didn't want to come to terms with what I saw. However, instead of me running to God and really. Explaining fully 
to him about how I was feeling and just how my peace was being compromised in that moment, I resorted back to my sinful nature, which was I got angry on the inside. I lost my peace. I lost my joy for a moment. And I was just so focused on this person and this thing. And I'm just like, I don't understand. And I started cussing. And I like I wasn't cursing at the person, of course, but I was just sitting and I was thinking to myself, like, are you dead serious? Like, I was just thinking in my mind. And in that same minute and in that same instance, the Holy Spirit convicted me. And the Holy Spirit made me realize, the Holy Spirit, like, made me actually really internalize that sometimes we take away our own peace because sometimes God sends us sign after sign and message after message and person after person. However, we choose to stay in certain situations and we choose to essentially compromise our peace. Sometimes it stops with us. And sometimes we have to choose that, okay, ultimately, I'm going to choose myself, okay? And sometimes we don't take those mental breaks, and sometimes we don't take the, that time away from people. And sometimes we don't come to these certain epiphanies, or even if we do, we block them out with the quickness. But it's true. Sometimes we could get drained. Sometimes we could become mentally exhausted. And when you realize that, your job as a person is to prioritize yourself and to prioritize your mental sanity and to what? Run to the Father. Okay, and I'm going to drop some scripture for you guys. And that scripture is 1 Peter 5, 7, which is cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. This piece is really important to me. Not, and it, it doesn't only relate to the story, but it only it also relates to my life because... A lot of times throughout my life, I would just keep things in and I would just bottle things on the inside because I'm just like, oh, this person not going to get it anyways, or this person's not going to understand it anyways, which is true. People may not understand you or people may not understand where you're coming through, but I, I said what you're coming through. People may not understand what you're going through. However, it is your job to really take that time and ease yourself, okay? Maybe you can't talk to the people around you. Maybe you can't talk to your friends. But why aren't you letting out your anger, your anxiety, and your 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 feelings to your father, to somebody who truly cares for you? And when I remembered that, I instantly had to talk to God because I'm the type of person <laughs> where because my discernment is so strong, when I'll be talking to God, it's like the Holy Spirit is already convicting me like, uh, you were wrong about this. Uh, you weren't right to do that. Uh, you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have gone about it that way because the Holy Spirit, because as I've gotten closer to him over the years, he corrects me. He tells me what's wrong and he tells me what's right. And in that moment where I'm getting convicted, like, uh, you probably shouldn't have cursed. You know, maybe you didn't curse at that person, but why did you even sin in the first place? Why did you even desecrate your mouth? Why did you even say things that as a godly person, you're not supposed to say? Why are you returning back to your sinful nature? And most importantly, why are you letting people and things return you back to that sinful na nature? And like, I feel like a lot of times what used to stop me from running to God in that instance was I'm like, oh, I don't want to be corrected this and that. Third. I don't want to be judged. But just because God corrects us doesn't mean that 
you know, we shouldn't run to him or it doesn't mean that he's still not going to listen to us. We can still be full on and we can still be wrong, like all the way wrong. But he's going to listen to us. Why? Because he cares for us. So you can feel safe in him. You can run to him, not only so that he can listen to you, but so that he can restore your peace and so that he can correct certain things that maybe you did wrong or so maybe he can even tell you about things that other people are doing wrong to you. And maybe he can even give you more wisdom, more discernment to get out of that situation. And as one of my friends said, maybe even give you a graceful exit so that you can leave that certain situation. And I want to drop ever so quickly another piece of scripture on you guys, which is Proverbs 29, 11, which says, fools give full vent to their rage but the wise bring calm in the end yeah 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 are you choose do you want to be foolish in this situation or do you want to be wise and do you want to bring calmness you know to your spirit in the end you choose You really have to choose whether you want to be graceful in a situation or whether you want to lash out, whether you want to sin in your anger, whether you want to, you know, question God. It all falls in your hands at the end. And sometimes, truthfully, we do have or not sometimes, but with the Holy Spirit that lives in us, we have the power to be graceful. We have the power to have peace. We have the power to be calm in the end. We have the power to have victory in the end, but it's just a choice that we have to take it's just a choice that we have to make unfortunately or not unfortunately but fortunately we have the choice to choose the ending okay maybe not to choose where God is going to take us precisely or maybe not to choose exactly what's going to happen in your life verbatim or who's going to come in or who's going to come out maybe you know God is going to do the hard work but essentially You have to choose to have peace in the storm and to not let certain situations and certain people disrupt that peace or to let your soul or your body or just anything within you to just move in a way that you don't like to be moved. We have the power, essentially. And I just have to choose, and so do you, that you are not going to let people or things or positions or opportunities hold you back from achieving purpose. These things, these people, whatever, they will hold us back no longer. And anything that compromises where God is taking me or you is too expensive. It's it's too expensive. And guess what? I and and even you, we will not tolerate it. Like we will not tolerate it. And frankly, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be rerouted. Like I don't want God's you know, plan B or plan C, or I don't want God to have to like pull me back or go through so much hard work to like try and make me achieve purpose in the end. I want God's original plan for me and anything that compromises that or anything that's trying to take me back or anything that's trying to hold me back or you, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus over our life because no, we will be held back no longer. And sorry to break it to you, but there are just certain things and certain people in life that They may not mean to hold you back or they may not intentionally plan to do that to you. But the devil can choose anybody to use to try and work against you. And that's just honestly the sad truth about it. But at the end, our peace is more important. And 
our God, our King, he is the King of Kings. All right. He is the Prince of Peace. If he is the Prince of Peace, why are we not heirs of peace? Why are we not inheriting peace? Like, yeah, I'm just now coming to this epiphany. Like, even while speaking to y'all right now, God is also revealing things to me that he is the prince of peace. So why are we not inheriting it? Like, I didn't I didn't write this down. I didn't plan to say this. I just feel like God is just using me just a little bit to really get through to you. You are important and your peace is too. And I know I keep saying it and you're probably getting tired of hearing it, but you have let things compromise your peace for too long. And you have to realize sometimes while you're stressing over, you know, oh my gosh, is this going to fall through? Oh my gosh, my boyfriend or my girlfriend, they're getting on my nerves, this, that, and the third, or, you know, they're, they're compromising my peace. Sometimes these people, sometimes these things, they're not even worrying about us. You out here worrying, you out here losing stress. I mean, I said you out here losing stress. You out here losing hair. You out here getting so stressed out. And these people, they're not doing that. And I also want to remind you to never, ever, 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 ever get your assignment mixed up with your calling. Okay, and that's another thing that Kim reminded me. At times, we can stay so long in this certain assignment. We can try and, you know, do so much in this assignment. But there go- there comes a time where that assignment is due and we have to hand it in. And guess what? We have to move on to the next assignment. We have to move on to the next, you know, point of action. We have to move on to our calling. So never get your assignment mixed up with your calling and it's so true oftentimes I've I've gotten so mixed up and oh you know I have to fix this I have to save this I have to do this I really want this but God has so much bigger and so much better plan for us but it also comes with letting certain things go okay and that also falls in line with certain baggage okay sometimes your biggest enemy can be your memory Okay, because you can be holding on to so much baggage. Oh, what happened last year? Oh, what happened two years ago? Oh, what happened three years ago? I, I'm, I'm a product of it. Like, I, I don't want to say I'm a product of it, but like, I still struggle with letting certain things go. And that baggage sometimes that can keep you from essentially achieving purpose. And I don't want that. You don't want that. All that unforgiveness, all that bitterness, all that resentment. Satan, you can keep it. You know, I don't I don't want that on my side. And I know that each and every one of you guys do not want that on your side because God has so much bigger and better plan for us. And also that falls in line with certain people. Certain people are meant to hinder your growth and you have to be able to have that discernment. Or if you don't have that discernment, you have to be able to pray for that discernment. And in Jesus name, you'll be able to get that discernment as to when you have to move on from a front for when you have to move on from a certain assignment. And move to the next. And that that's on what? That's on period. Um, so essentially, I have been I hope I haven't been chatting, but I hope that this episode probably spoke volumes to you, whoever is listening. I hope that you're just sitting there with your eyes wide open, like, damn, Tina, I'm about to block this person. Damn, I'm about to quit this job. They've been making me lose all my hair. Damn, I'm about to throw out this. Damn, I'm about to throw out that. Damn, I'm about to move on to bigger and better into the next part and the next season of my life. 
damn, I really got work to do. Hopefully, this episode can make you come to that epiphany and make you come to that realization that you have been in bondage for so long and God has not called you to be in bondage any longer. God is calling you to bigger and better. And because he declares that you are free, you are. You just also have to believe that you are free. You are no longer in bondage because he declares that we are not in bondage. He's calling us to bigger and better and he's the prince of peace. So we are heirs of that same peace. And in Jesus name, we will continue to inherit it. And like I said, that is on period. Okay. So if you guys have felt blessed by this episode specifically or by any of the other episodes that I've dropped in the past, then what did I say at the beginning? Leave a review. Okay. Like I said, this helps me to get noticed and it also helps other people to hear the the words that are coming out of my mouth that are filled with wisdom. Now, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop being annoying. But it also helps other people to get that sprinkle of Jesus that we all need. Okay, so like I said, leave that review and I will see you guys in my next episode. Okay, stay blessed, y'all. Tina out.